Hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. It is I, your host, back again to give you another half hour of perhaps complete utter nonsense or maybe something very educational. Again, you never know what the show It's unscripted and it's all ad-libbed. Uh, how's everyone's uh, Wednesday going? We finally made it to the middle of the week. I'm looking forward to this weekend because I have a four-day weekend. Looking forward to that. So, you know, I don't have any plans, though. You know, I might take my wife out to eat. She likes to go to this local place in Nashville called Shabu Shabu. Um, my daughter, um, stepdaughter, but I call her my daughter. I don't believe in the whole step thing. She introduced us to uh, Hot Pot, um, where you get your soups, your meat, you cook everything on your own in the hot pot. You got your stoves and your boilings, like water and everything. And you just, you kind of just cook on your own, you know, do it yourself, kid. Um, if you ever in Nashville, for my um, Tennessee listeners, there's a restaurant out there called Shabu Shabu. It's a hot a hot pot spot. Highly, highly recommend you go and try it. Um, fantastic place. Uh, get around to trying it. Please do so. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Send me an email. Maybe to you, I might be I might be wrong. I might be right. So just feedback if you do go. Um, all right. So other than that, my day was. Um, what it was you know and of course it was wet it rained quite a bit out here uh the weather didn't turn as bad as initially forecasted yeah we did get some heavy rain and yeah the wind picked up a little bit a couple of lightning strikes but uh nothing in comparison to what's been happening in elsewhere and what they initially predicted for us so we kind of got lucky with the weather today but other than that i'd say i had a good day um had dinner well i stopped by my wife's job had some dinner with her on her lunch break, you know, you got to sometimes make the time to make the efforts, you know, whenever you can. But speaking of food, okay, um, I was thinking about this. Uh, for some odd reason, what came across my mind was um, some of fast food's biggest failures. You know, the fucking Arch Deluxe, the McDLT, uh, McDonald's pizza, which is an absurd fucking idea. I don't know who thought that serving a pizza at McDonald's was a fantastic idea. So what I'm going to do for you guys, and I'm going to travel back in time, and what I'm going to do is, and I've you know, done a little research, and I kind of know a little history behind some of these failed uh, food features, uh, these items, I mean, and we're going to take a step back in time. We're going to go through some of the worst or the uh, biggest uh, fast food flops of all time. I already listed, I already said two right off the top of the head, McDLT, the Arch Deluxe, um, yeah, those those sandwiches, well, the Arch Deluxe was just, it was actually one of the most expensive flops in McDonald's history. The sandwich was, was it was top tier sandwich, but nobody caught on to it. I don't, I don't know exactly why, but no one caught on to this damn thing. So what I'm going to do is this. We're going to, now, for some of you people who are nostalgic like me, you're going to be like, oh man, I remember that. And then you're either going to say, yeah, that shit was terrible. Or you're going to say, oh no, it wasn't that bad. Again, we are going to now find out. So what I'm going to do is they're not numbered in any complete order or whatever, but I'm going to start from the bottom. They are. Um, this is from excuse me, businessinsider.com. 28 fast food items that failed. Okay, I'm going to start from the bottom, and then we'll find out what the top one is. Um, yeah, it's um, we're going to take a, 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 tri a trip back in time. Some of this shit you probably never heard of before. Um, some you may have. And then some of these, you're going to be like, did they really do that? Did they really try to do that? 
Yes, they did. And we're going to start off with, uh, what the hell is, uh, okay, this one is called Pizza Hut's Priazzo. Okay, I've never heard of this, but it says this mega pizza with two layers of crust, ample cheese, and a ton of meat was intended to imitate Chicago deep dish pizza. Customers didn't appreciate how long it took to prepare the pizza and gave the enormous advertising campaign leading up to its release. The Priazzo was a failure. So I guess Pizza Hut tried to do the whole deep dish thing and didn't quite work out. You got to understand, Pizza Hut is not, for lack of a better word, real pizza. Okay, it's fast food pizza. It's meant to be done quick. Nobody has time to be waiting at a Pizza Hut for this shit. They want their pizza and they're ready to go. So, I mean, at least they tried. Now, this uh, next one here, um, and, and this is a McDonald's failed product. Yes, I remember this sandwich and it was nothing special. The McDonald's Big and Tasty. Um, kind of like the Arch Deluxe, except it didn't have like a premium bun. Um, but it says the burger chain added to this addition, add this addition to the menu in an attempt to compete with Burger King staple, the Whopper. The sandwich couldn't prove to be popular with customers over time, and it was pulled from the menu in 2010. So the big and tasty was, again, the competitor to the Whopper, so it was just as big. Now you think a quarter pounder was big at the time, which back then it probably was, and even further back, the quarter pounder was huge. Now you go to McDonald's and the quarter pounder is damn near the size of an actual cheeseburger. And it pisses me the hell off. Even when you get a double quarter pounder, there isn't, I don't know, man. Like every with everything, everything is getting smaller but more expensive. You know, economics, right? Uh, I don't know. Ooh, yeah, but the big and tasty. I don't even recall trying that. I don't know anybody who's tried it, but see, that goes to show that it wasn't around that long. Uh, this next one, Sonic Pickle O's. No, oh, that can't be good. It says, Sonic attempted to bring back this fried pickle snack from the 1960s in 2003, but customers were not enthused. Yeah, pickle, something like that you'll probably eat from like a more slightly premier casual place like Buffalo Wild Wings, TGI Fridays. I bet you'll, like a Blooming Onion. You wouldn't try a Blooming Onion from McDonald's or Sonic, no. But something like this should have never made it to Sonic. Um, they should never came back out with this. This is something more for like, like again, B Dubs and all those other slightly top, slightly tiered restaurants. At least you tried Sonic. At least you tried. Um, the next one, Jack in the Box Frings. Okay, now I'm not a big well where I live at and where I came from. There's no Jack in the Box. Actually, out here in Clarksville, there is a Jack in the Box. Um, this combo of onion rings and fries was introduced to customers in the 1970s and discontinued shortly after. Customers wanted either onion rings or fries, not both at the same time. So I guess what they try to do is do this um, Frankenstein of a hybrid thing where it's french fries and onion rings fused together. That's kind of weird because, again, some people don't like fries and some people don't like onion rings. I don't, and then some people like both. But even then, like, it's just, it's just odd. If I want to order onion rings, I'll order onion rings. If I want to order fries, I'll order fries. I don't want both. But, you know, I, I guess it's it's different, you know. But not exactly. Um, this next one, and I think I remember this shit here. And boy, this didn't catch on very well. Uh, the McDonald's chicken fajitas and breakfast burritos. Uh, McDonald's attempted to do Mexican food in the early 1990s with chicken fajitas and breakfast burritos. Much like its other attempts at new cuisines, it did not go over particularly well. The item was discontinued. Okay, this is what happens when you try to compete with Taco Bell. Stop trying shit you know you're not. McDonald's is a burger joint. Pizza, hot dog, spaghetti, that, that that doesn't do. When you already have etched in the minds of Americans that this is what we do. We make burgers and fries. 
they're not going to want to try anything else. Now, that's not completely true because McDonald's has tried other things that was a little bit beyond the burger, the chicken sandwich, chicken nuggets, and it worked. But this shit here, I, I wouldn't even eat a burrito from McDonald's. But I do remember this, though. I do remember. I was pretty young. This shit, I don't. This next one, I don't remember at all. And I can't believe they did this. McDonald's hit for the L. Here's another L. Onion nuggets. Yes, this actually happened. Onion nuggets. In the 1970s, McDonald's introduced this fried snack that replaced chicken with chopped onions. It didn't last very long. And I know it probably didn't last long because it had your breast smell like a fucking blooming onion all day. So, like, if I had onion nuggets, which it sounds absurd, you are going to want to brush your teeth and carry lots of gum with you after the fact. Just imagine you taking, you know, your date out, go to McDonald's, which probably was like top tier back then, but you go to McDonald's and you order an onion nugget and, you know, you, you got to kiss this person. You know, they ain't going to want to kiss you after that. This is terrible. Now, this next one, again, McDonald's is innovative, but yet they take a lot of L's on this list. Here's the next one. And I remember this. This one was actually a kind of cool. It was, it, was, it was sort of like innovative. It saved space and it saved time. McDonald's salad shakers. So picture this. It's a McDonald's salad in a drink cup. Yes, in a drink cup. You pour your fucking dressings in there and you shake it up. It's already got like the, your protein. It's got your greens in there and you just shake it up. It's cool, right? I thought it was pretty nice. Um, it says this healthy option didn't last too long, even if some people were fans of the shakeable salads. But that was the problem. Not enough people wanted to purchase it. Proof. Um, a Facebook page called Bring Back the McDonald's Salad Shakers exists, but it has less than 500 members. Because you got to remember, McDonald's is not healthy. So like, and Supersize Me kind of just proved that. However, though, yes, McDonald's sells salads, but this is not what people want. That's why, if you notice, McDonald's don't sell grilled chicken sandwiches anymore, which pisses me off because Burger King doesn't do it either because they figure it costs too much and not a lot of people are buying grilled chicken sandwiches from McDonald's. But when they did have it, it was good. And I highly doubt for those who are petitioning for the salad shaker to come back, keep dreaming. It's likely never going to come back. McDonald's for the next L. Okay, remember, early on the show, I mentioned McDonald's most expensive failure, the Arch Deluxe. Now, when you look at this sandwich, it actually looks pretty good. It's got a nice little sesame seed brioche bun kind of deal. Um, it was considered, uh, let's see, it says McDonald's tried to appeal to the gourmand grown-ups with this quarter pounder burger. The secret sauce on the burger didn't help. After a huge marketing campaign, it would it wound up to be one of the most expensive failures in McDonald's history. But where did the Arch Deluxe go wrong? I mean, if you look at a picture of it, the shit looks pretty good. Think of a quarter pounder, but a bougie quarter pounder, right? Secret sauce, beef patty, American cheese, a nice little sesame seed bun with a little split in the middle. Where the fuck did it go wrong with the Arch Deluxe? And why was it so damn expensive <laughs> of a failure? You know what I mean? I Listen, no business is successful without failure. You're going to take your L's, lick your wounds, and figure out where it all went wrong. McDonald's had to figure out the hard way with the Arch Deluxe. Now, McDonald's is not always taking these L's here. Wendy's as well. Wendy's attempted something called a super bar. 
It's a Wendy's attempt at a salad bar offered at an all-you-can-eat buffet addition with hot food to the chain restaurant, but it was unsuccessful. I can't imagine an open salad bar at a fast food restaurant like Wendy's. That has to be probably the most unsanitary thing. Now, a lot of people um, are not big fan of buffets. I personally know someone who is not a big fan of a buffet. They feel like they're very unsanitary, which that can be true. You got people like digging their hands and you got kids coughing around shit and it, it can get out of control. But a Wendy's Super Bar, I can't imagine how sick that can possibly make you. Come on, Wendy's. Oh, McDonald's is back on the list again. You ain't going to believe this next one. I can't believe they even tried this, but this was never released here in the States. This was released in Canada. The McDonald's McLobster. Yes, McDonald's created a lobster sandwich. That can't be good. Where the hell are you getting this lobster from? You're not. This isn't top-tier lobster. This is probably some imitation lobster. They found probably somewhere in the East River or... Whatever. Like, there's no way. It says, in summer 2013, Canadian McDonald's chains released the limited edition McLobster, which promised 100% fresh Atlantic lobster for a curiously low price below $7. Unsurprisingly, stomachs were turned and reactions were strong. Yeah, I can't. Lobsters are expensive. So think of this. You have a, a lobster sandwich from McDonald's. That is below $7. Does that not scare the shit out of you? Now, of course, everything else you eat there should be scaring you in some capacity. But, you know, you're used to McDonald's burgers, fries, nuggets. This shit is not normal. This is not. This was never supposed to happen. A McLobster sandwich. Would you eat a McLobster sandwich from McDonald's? Probably not. You probably wouldn't eat this. And if you do, just send me an email. We'll talk about it. But there'll been no way in hell you couldn't pay me. This next one, another McDonald's failure. But this was not here or in Canada. This was actually in Norway. Yes, it was called the McDonald's Africa. McAfrica. No, I am not kidding. It is literally called the McDonald's McAfrica. The McAfrica was a pita with beef, cheese, lettuce, and tomato. was an enormous PR disaster. The sandwich was released in Norway during a famine in Southern Africa. Unsurprisingly, McDonald's pulled the sandwich. Holy shit. What the hell were they thinking at the time? I can't even believe that's a real sandwich. What the hell were they thinking? I don't know. Short-sighted, I guess. This next one, Burger King. They had a thing called shake em up fries. So these cheesy, it says here, these cheesy fries ask customers to do a little work. Shake up fries in the bag with powdered cheese. In theory, it sounds as if it could work, but this product didn't stay on the market very long. If there's one thing you got to know about me, I don't like to work for my food. When I get my food, I want to eat it. That's why I'm not a big fan of cracking lobsters and cracking you know, crab legs and stuff. I can't do it. That's just work to eat. I just want to take the food and just put it in my mouth. Pause. Okay, I got to say pause. But to sit there and shake up a bag of cheesy fries... That just sounds gross. Powdered fry, powdered cheese in a bag? Oh, yeah, you lost me on that one. No way. No, I remember this one from Wendy's. Now, this wasn't that long ago, and it was more like an artisan bougie sandwich. The Wendy's Fresh Freshada. Um, Wendy's made another attempt to go healthy with these Subway-esque sandwiches. This option was not appealing to customers, and the item was later pulled. So basically, they did this. They took ciabatta bread. Right, lettuce, tomatoes, some onion, um, and and cold cuts. 
kind of similar to Arby's and figure, you know what? Let's kind of see if they don't want the greasy burgers and fries. Remember, people, Wendy's, like McDonald's, came into the business with the establishment of burgers and fries. It is very difficult for a restaurant of those calibers to come out with something healthy because people grew up and and identify with McDonald's for, excuse me, their signature items, Big Macs, cheeseburgers, double cheeseburgers, quarter pounders. French fries. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, this is kind of a hard sell. Now, the sandwich itself, if you look up the frashada, it looks pretty good. Small little sandwich. It's almost like something you can make from home. But if you wanted a sandwich, you would go to Subway. You know what I mean? You wouldn't go to Wendy's. And that's, I guess that's what people just, just really thought about. All right, so Wendy's taking another L with this next one. Uh, Wendy's breakfast. I'm not a big breakfast fan. But right here it says, Wendy's has tried to sell breakfast items multiple times, but it has yet to prove to be a success. For now, it has pulled breakfast items off the menu again. But you got to take into account, this article was written in 2015. Wendy's is back on the menu with breakfast, okay? I, I, need, I should have said that as a disclaimer that um, when this article was written, but it still holds true minus Wendy's. Wendy's do make breakfast. So contrary to what you just heard, Wendy's does make breakfast, okay? And I heard it's actually doing pretty well but these items they were selling before similar to mcdonald's didn't quite catch on nobody can beat mcdonald's fucking breakfast period mcdonald's got that lock and key when it comes to fast food breakfast all right this next one dairy queen surprisingly on this list with what they call the dairy queen's breeze it says here the dairy queen's breeze was offered from 1990 to 2000 i mean it was 10 years so what went wrong right it was marketed as a healthier option to the chain's iconic blizzard milkshake the Breeze used frozen yogurt instead of ice cream as an ingredient, but Dairy Queen customers weren't interested. In fact, so few people purchased the product that the frozen yogurt would often spoil before it was used. Because like McDonald's, people like fatty fucking dairy ice cream. They don't want yogurt. If you want yogurt, you will go to a health food spot. Again, these things are kind of hard to do when you already establish yourself and your, and, and your product. <sighs> okay, this one... I remember not too long ago, Burger King Satis Fries. Now, the Burger King Satis Fries, it says here, attempted to lighten up its fries with this low-calorie alternative, but customers seem to prefer the real thing. Burger King, the Burger King, the Burger Empire dropped them from its menu in 2014. People like to eat unhealthy because it's cheap and fast. They tried with this shit, it didn't work. Enough said. Uh, oh, oh, God. I want you to get a barf bag ready because I'm, when I'm about the next one I'm about to read to you if you thought the McLobster was bad, get a load of this shit right here. Taco Bell actually tried this. Taco Bell seafood salad. Oh, hell no. It says the name alone might make your stomach turn. In the 1980s, Taco Bell attempted to diversify its menu with this item, but the chain was forced to pull it after numerous reports incidents of food poisoning. No shit. It's called Taco Bell, not Lobster Bell. There's no way this shit should have ever been sold. This should have never even been FDA approved. In fact, this should have never ever been thought about. This should have never made it into a Taco Bell establishment. Okay, if I had to choose the lesser of two evils, if somebody was like, you better eat one of these two food items or die, either the Taco Bell seafood salad or the McLobster, I'd probably eat the fucking McLobster. But either way, I'm going to die because after eating one of these, you probably will anyway. All right, this next one here. Oh, God. Oh, they even they tried this shit. I didn't even know this. 
this I had to have been either a sperm cell or a baby when this came out. Taco Bell's Bell Beefer. Hey, yo. Bell Beefer? You couldn't have come up with a better name. <laughs> they couldn't come up with a better name for this. It says, even though Taco Bell's slogan is think outside the bun, the taco chain made a taco burger, bun and all. Our customers were not intrigued by the ground beef taco burger, decided to stick to tacos at Taco Bell and burgers at other establishments. However, some customers missed the retired item. A small but loyal Facebook group, Taco Bell, please bring back the Bell Beefer, begs the taco chain to revive the product. Good fucking luck. This is never going to happen again. Again, this is trying. This is this is another example of not staying in your lane. Taco Bell, stick with tacos. You are not a burger place. Arby's came out with the Angus burger or, or the Wagyu burger recently. Same thing. Arby's, you don't do burgers, so stop it. Taco Bell, you don't do... And don't even, this doesn't even look like a burger. It looks like a sloppy Joe sandwich with lettuce and tomatoes. I kid you not. That's exactly what this thing looks like. I can't believe these people thought of these things. But this also goes to greed, corporate greed, thinking like, well, shit, if McDonald's can do it, we can do it too. No. Stick with tacos, please. All right, next, Burger King Burger Shots. So Burger King actually attempted to make sliders. Okay, I can I can deal with that, but what happened? It's that Burger King tried to compete with White Castle sliders on numerous occasions. The Burger Chain offered burger bundles in the late 1980s, Burger Buddies shortly after, and Burger Shots in the late 2000s. Changing the name didn't help. Burger King customers did not seem to want to purchase these tiny sliders. Because when you're already selling something as big as Earth itself called the Whopper, why would you want this small little shit? Hell, even what uh, the kids' men, the kids' meal burgers were bigger than this. And if you again, if you want it, something small like that, you go to White Castle. White Castle has already dominated the small burger market. So why'd you try it? Don't know. Now this next one here actually looks fucking delicious. Uh, Friendly's grilled cheeseburger melt. Friend from Friendlies, which you don't see too many of those guys anymore. It says this calorie bomb feature a burger inside of two grilled cheese sandwiches for a whopping 1160 calories. Consumers found this enormous sandwich big burger combo unappetizing. Yeah, it looks terrible, but it looks good too. But think about it this is literally almost a whole day's worth of food in one burger. You have to be something very hungry for this. This next one, this is a legendary failure right here. I mentioned it earlier in the show, the McDonald's McDLT. In fact, interesting note, Jason Alexander of Seinfeld, played George Costanza, actually was the spokesperson for the McDLT, did a commercial and all. Terrible, terrible failure. It says the McDLT wasn't anything special. It was simply a burger with lettuce and tomato. McDonald's tried to entice customers with styrofoam packaging that separated the lettuce and tomato from the burger for maximum freshness. It didn't work, particularly because environmental advocates attacked the packaging. But also what was innovative about this sandwich was that, yes, one side kept the lettuce and tomato cold, while the other side kept the beef hot. Nice, right? That was the whole point, so that your burger was fresh regardless of how long ago it came off the out the kitchen. But if you notice now, McDonald's don't use styrofoam packaging for this reason alone. It's just, oh, it was bad for the environment. Hmm. Yeah. This next one, McDonald's again for the L. The McDonald's McLean Deluxe. Oh, man, I haven't heard from this one in a while. McDonald's attempted 
to appeal to dieters in 1991 with the McLean Deluxe, a burger that was marketed as 91% fat-free. To make up for the absence of fat, the burger was infused with water and carrageenan, car uh, a seaweed extract. Yeah, good. I'm glad that failed. That sounds terrible. Absolutely terrible. Oh, and you think it gets it gets worse. McDonald's again on the list. They came out with something called the Hula Burger. The Hula Burger was McDonald's failed option for Catholics who couldn't eat meat on Fridays during Lent. The sandwich combined pineapple and melted cheese. If people weren't going to eat meat, it was clear that they would rather have a filet of fish than a pineapple and cheese. And what the fuck? You no, somebody was somebody was high when they came up with this and thought this was a good idea. Now remember, Lent happens what once a year. So this thing will only come out once a year. And again, as mentioned, a fish filet, filet of fish would be a better option for people who don't eat meat on Lent. But God, pineapple with cheese. Oh, God, McDonald's. This this list should just be dedicated to McDonald's. McDonald's mixed spaghetti. I'd rather eat a cold can of Chef Boyardee before I eat this shit. It says McDonald's continued its streak of introducing foods other than burgers onto its menu in the late 1970s with mixed spaghetti. McDonald's customers were not intrigued by some, but some international McDonald's restaurants still sell this item. I have not seen this in Italy. I've been to a McDonald's in Ireland, Italy, and Germany. Remember, this article was written in 2015. I have not seen spaghetti in either one of these motherfuckers. And I don't think any Italian will want to eat spaghetti out of a McDonald's anyway. Let's be real. This next one, the, the Burger King's enormous omelet sandwich. The huge sandwich was way too big for customers who apparently didn't want oversized omelets and a surplus of cholesterol first thing in the morning. That's cap. This is America. Who doesn't want to eat this shit? Who doesn't want to eat this big ass sandwich? Give me a break. All right, this next one, uh, McDonald's Pizza McPizza. The logo is literally P-I-Z-Z-A, but the Z is just the McDonald's arch turned to the side to signify a, uh, a, a nicely penmanship Z. It says McDonald's offered pizza in the late, late 1980s and early 1990s. This made-to-order pizza didn't go over too well with customers who weren't fond of the long wait times or who preferred to purchase their pizza somewhere else. Exactly. You'll go to Mc, uh, you go to Domino's for pizza. You don't go here. How long this shit take? Can you imagine them trying to make pizza out of McDonald's today? As short staff as these places are, they'll never make it. They'll never make it. All right, I got four minutes, and I got more McDonald's products. I need to hurry up. McDonald's McHot Dog. A McGlizzy. A McGlizzy. Customers weren't particularly thrilled by this new menu offering, and the item was later pulled. Since the disappearance of the McHot Dog from the McDonald's menu, the hot dog has reappeared in Japan freakishly as a breakfast item. So a McGlizzy for breakfast. Japan, you are just... You're in a whole different decade. Uh, next one, McDonald's Mighty Wings. The McDonald's chicken wings were too spicy, too expensive, and too unappetizing for the average customer. Before taking Mighty Wings off the market in November of 2013, McDonald's put the remaining product on sale for $0.60 cents instead of $1. They don't even look good either. They look overcooked. They look well overcooked. And that was actually the last item on this list. Listen, Taco Bell seafood salad. And McLobster has got to be the worst thing ever. And a McHot dog. A McHot dog. God damn it. You know, I love I love McDonald's. Who doesn't love McDonald's? Yes, their quality has dropped like everything else in this world lately. You know, people trying to – corporations trying to save a buck and maximize bucks, maximize profit, even if it means cutting the quality of the food. But 
this should serve as a lesson, right? Now, every business is every business is going to go through a flop. Every business is going to try to maximize profits, even if it means coming out with something so outlandish as that. And just <laughs> you live and you learn, but shit, man. If there's one, if there's one item I do miss, I would say, like I said, I miss McDonald's grilled chicken sandwiches. For sure. And you know what's funny? McDonald's at one point came out with a quad patty um, Big Mac. Literally, the bun, lettuce and tomato, uh, lettuce or whatever, the sauce, two patties, and then, of course, a little bun in the middle, and then another two patties. I, I kid you not, it happened. I had it. It was good. That was when, you know, sandwiches were big. Now they're just fucking small. Okay, hey, thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, I try to keep it as entertaining as possible. Of course, um, I'll put in a Q&A. And, of course, send me an email if you have some insight or if you enjoyed this episode. You didn't enjoy this episode. I'd love to know it. Give me some ideas of what you want me to talk about. I'm willing to talk about anything. Who knows? I might have an episode on sex toys. Come on. We're all adults here. Okay. So, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm going to enjoy, enjoy my evening. My wife gets home in a bit. And then I'm going to go to bed because I'm tired. Really tired. All right. So, hey, enjoy the rest of your evening. Have a great night. Stay tuned for the next episode whenever it shows up. Ciao.